Welcome, sports fans. You have entered the man cave of the one and only Fan Man, broadcasting from his lazy boy recliner somewhere in the Vale of Paradise known as Valparaiso, Indiana. Hey, sports fans, welcome to the Fan Man Podcast. You can catch the Fan Man Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and most other platforms. This episode, we will continue to talk about Dallas Cowboy football like we always do. If you go to the Fan Man Podcast on Spotify, Google, and some of the other platforms, you'll find a whole series of Dallas Cowboy podcasts, especially each game this season. And we're going to continue unfortunately, with that debacle on Thanksgiving for the Dallas Cowboys, who ended up losing to the Las Vegas Raiders 36-33 to in overtime. And um, boy, what a tough game that was for the Dallas Cowboys. Their 36-33 to overtime loss to the Las Vegas Raiders was in the 54th edition of the annual Thanksgiving uh, Day game. Three of the team's four defeats this year have now come from one division, and that is the AFC West. They've lost to Kansas City, they've lost to Denver, and now they've lost to the Las Vegas Raiders. This, you know, loss, you know, I don't want to blame the officials for the loss, but Sean Hockley's crew... You know, all day during this game took center stage. They came into the game having called the fourth most penalties in the NFL while the Cowboys entered the day as the most penalized team in the league, right? So you knew what the trend was going into this game. And that trend continued as the officials tossed a combined 28 flags for a staggering 276 yards, both teams having reason to complain on some questionable calls. Uh... And now we have, you know, the big, <laughs> I don't know what to say, cornerback Anthony Brown, man. You know, you got to take the good with the bad, and we've been doing it all along with Anthony Brown. Cornerback Anthony Brown was on the receiving end of perhaps the game's biggest pass interference call as he was flagged four times for pass interference, the last of which set up the Raiders' uh, game-winning field goal in overtime. Despite those frustrations, Dak Prescott led, led uh, the Cowboys on comebacks in the fourth quarter twice, tying the score to send the game into, into extra time. Prescott threw for 375 yards and two touchdowns. Um, both Michael Gallup and Cedric Wilson topped 100 receiving yards with six players catching at least three passes. And we have to remember in this game that Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb were not available. In all, the Cowboys totaled 437 yards of offense and were two of three in the red zone, but the success all came late as missed opportunities early in the game proved to be their downfall. And if you've watched all the Cowboy games this year, you know you just had a sense that things weren't going right on Thanksgiving Day. Let's go to the fourth uh, let's go to the first quarter. Each team had three offensive snaps on their first possessions of the game. Unfortunately, Dallas went three and out, having to punt after failing to move the chains. 
On the other hand, the Raiders needed just three plays to get into uh, the end zone. Quarterback Derek Carr connected with longtime Cowboys nemesis, Deshaun Jackson, on a 56-yard bomb. And Jackson sprinted down the left sideline and passed the defense uh, to the end zone. And Deshaun Jackson, I'm so tired of him. He has been killing the Cowboys for years, you know. And I, I almost wish the Cowboys would just sign him so nobody else can just get him. Oh boy, that was hard. To, that was hard to take. But Dallas responded, marching um, 75 yards in nine plays, and scored its own touchdown. Prescott had connections of 15 and 17 before lofting a nice 10-yard pass to Sean McKeon. Uh, the tight end sneaking inside. The left pylon for the touchdown, the first of his career. The Cowboys would still trail, however, as Greg Zerline misses another extra point. And this has to stop, man. We can't keep having missed extra points. I mean, there's been too many missed extra points this year. Um, so the Cowboys <clears throat> are down 7-6. to six. After an incredible heads-up play from uh, their linebacker, Neil, who tossed an apparent Raider fumble to teammate J. Ron Curse while failing, f- falling out of bounds. Dallas appeared to have a turnover in Vegas territory, but the officials rude, ruled an incompletion instead, um, which I thought, you know, <laughs> I thought that was a bad, a bad call by the ref. I mean, that was a fumble. I mean, it just was a fumble. And this is how this thing went with the referees all day. And again, Las Vegas' offense got the ball back into the end zone. A pair of pass interference penalties to cornerback Brown during the series was what truly hurt the Cowboys. The second, a questionable call that gave the Raiders the ball on the one-yard line. Josh Jacobs then darted in for the score, upping the visitors' lead now to eight points. And uh, we move to the second quarter. And again, it's a shame, that sequence there, right? The Cowboys had a recovered fumble by Curse. They ruled that. Nope, it wasn't a fumble. Then they get hit with the interference calls. And, you know, at some point, you, these referees, you know, you have to let these players play. And this was just, just a crazy, unfortunate sequence for the Cowboys there in the first quarter. Okay, so we move to the second quarter. A chip shot field goal for, the, for, uh, for Vegas. Um, dug a deeper hole for the Cowboys. The 22-yarder capped off a 13-play, 74-yard drive that saw the Raiders convert a pair of third downs and complete a 21-yard pass. The Cowboys tried their own field goal moments later, although their attempt was significantly longer. But while Zerline's kick had the distance, he pulled it slightly left, his 59-yarder clanking off the left upright, no good. Finally, the Cowboys' offense managed a big play as with the clock ticking down in the second quarter, Prescott connected with Cedric Wilson down the left sideline for a nice 51-yard gain and then a 14-yard pass to Tony Pollard. Um, Five snaps later, put the ball on the Raiders' one-yard line and then Zeke uh, got the honors uh, carrying it across the goal line for a touchdown. Um, this was a you know a momentum boost for the Cowboys. They narrowed the score to 17 to 13 going into the break, and you thought like, man, the Cowboys are not playing good at all. They've got some bad uh, bad calls against them, but you know what? It's 17 to 13. So I was anticipating a pretty good third quarter for the Cowboys. 
But unfortunately, that was not the case. In the third quarter, the Cowboys couldn't quite sustain that momentum uh, as they had at the end of the end of the second quarter. The Raiders went on a 75-yard drive in sixth place for another touchdown early in the third quarter. Uh, Carr found Hunter Renfro on a pair of passes for a combined 42 yards during the season. I'm sorry, during this uh, this drive with backup quarterback Mac, uh, Marcus Mariota going off right tackle for the touchdown. And that was annoying to see Marcus Mariota. Oh, boy, everybody forgot about Marcus Mariota. Um, another great uh, tongue-in-cheek quarterback there uh, for Oregon. Tony Pollard then ignited the Cowboys, which was probably one of the most exciting plays all season for the Dallas Cowboys. He took the ensuing kickoff 100 yards, racing down the left sideline for the first kickoff return touchdown of his career. Although they made the extra point field goal, the Cowboys elected to go for two after Vegas's penalty, but Wilson was stopped short of the goal line. The attempt was no good, and you know these two-point conversions could take some momentum out of uh, anything, right? When you don't click on them, and I think that took a little bit of a mo- momentum away from Tony Pollard's great touchdown. I would have just kicked the extra point there. I really would have, but um, you know it gave gave uh, Cowboy fans some uh, some hope after Tony Pollard had that touchdown run that hey maybe we could still win this thing right. Um, so after the after the kick, Dallas's defense had to come right back onto the field, and again the Raiders took advantage of that. Their next possession produced a nine play forty eight yard drive that resulted in a forty six yard field goal, and now the Raiders are back up by eight points going into the fourth quarter. And you still kind of thought as a Cowboy fan, hey, you know what? We can still win this thing. So now we move to the fourth quarter, working in a hurry-up offense, which I like, you know, I like when the Cowboys do that. They got back in business. Prescott connected twice to Noah Brown for 22 yards before dropping a perfect pass into the arms of Gallup down the left sideline for a 41-yard completion. Dallas looked like it had a touchdown when Dalton Schultz eventually hauled in a pass in the end zone, but a holding penalty negated the points. The Cowboys instead settled for a 29-yard field goal. But at this point, Dallas was really needing touchdowns when Las Vegas came right back and matched those with three of its own. Renfro got behind the defense of another um, chunk play, this time a 54-yard reception, which led to a a 30-yard field goal. The needed touchdown for the Cowboys finally came late in the quarter. Thanks to some pinpoint passing from Prescott, he laid one in perfectly to Gallup for for 32 yards and then Two snaps later, threw another 32-yarder down the middle to Schultz, who made the -the over-the-shoulder catch in the end zone. Prescott then went back to Schultz for a successful two-point conversion to tie the game at 30 apiece. And man, the Cowboys, you thought right now, had all the momentum, and they were going to win this game. Um, Unbelievable uh, turn of events there for the Cowboys. Vegas then came back and worked its way into field goal range. Daniel Carlson split the uprights on a 56-yarder, but there was still 1 minute and 52 seconds left on the clock for the Cowboys with two timeouts. 
And this is what was great here about Prescott. You got to give him a lot of credit. Prescott connects with four different receivers during this drive, completing six passes for 48 yards down to the Raiders' 27-yard line, which brought out Zerline for a 45-yard field goal attempt. And man, you know, you're sitting there thinking about Zerline in this game. You already missed a field goal. You already missed an extra point. But, you know, he was perfect on this kick, and then the game goes into overtime. 33-33. to 33. Now we are in overtime. The Cowboys won the coin toss and took the ball. But Pollard managed to only reach his own 13-yard line on the return and, and a Dallas penalty, of course a penalty, right? Put the team back on its 7-yard line. Unable to move the chains, the Cowboys were, first to, were, were forced to punt. And, um, you know... They had a great punt by Anger. What a punt that was. Luckily for the Cowboys, Las Vegas had a start on its own 22-yard line due to a penalty, uh, but pushed its, you know, but just, you know, the Cowboys really had them pinned down there. The Cowboys, you know, appeared to have them in trouble when the Raiders faced a third and 18 on its own 43-yard line. Okay, and this is the game right here. Third and 18, the Raiders have the ball on their own 43. You make this stop, you make them punt, you put Prescott on the field, throw a couple passes, get in the field goal range, <clears throat> and let Zerline win the game, right? Nope, that didn't happen, right? Carr went for broke. He threw a deep pass down the right side sideline uh, to Zay Jones. You know, while the wideout didn't make the catch, Anthony Brown was called for his third pass interference penalty of the game. And it gave the ball to the Raiders on the Cowboys' 24-yard line. I mean, they gave him the game. That penalty gave the Raiders the game. A string of penalties before the field goal eventually made it a 29-yard try. And Carlson was good, giving the Raiders the victory and handing the Cowboys their third loss in their last four games. And man... This was a bad loss. This is, I would say this is right up there. This Thanksgiving Day loss in heartbreaking fashion was sort of similar to the loss they had on Thanksgiving Day in that snow game against the Miami Dolphins when Leon let didn't, you know, he couldn't just let the, the ball stop on the uh, on the field goal attempt there by Miami. Had to touch the ball. And uh, Miami set up for a field goal to win the game. This is the kind of, this was similar loss, kind of a similar loss. This time, you know, the Cowboys were really upset with the refs. And I think they had a, a valid reason to be upset with the refs in this game. I mean, there was just, you know, you can say the last one was pass interference or not. Okay. But there's just too many calls on both sides. It was just, it's the Hockley thing again. And, um, you know, after the game, there's a bunch of discussion going on about the whole idea of pass interference. Should it be like a 15-yard penalty? Should the defense be able to have the ball at the... Um, spot of the foul. I mean, is that too much of a penalty? And I think, you know, I think the league needs to look into that rule a little bit. I think the referee, you have to give the referees some judgment if they really feel that the ball, uh, you know, I'll use a legal standard, probably would have been caught. If they think the ball probably would have been caught, but for the interference, maybe you make that a, a first down where the infraction is. If there was a possibility that the ball may have been caught, then I think it should be a 15-yard penalty. And I think they can give some discretion to the ref there, 
right? I mean, that's why they're on their field, to use some discretion. I think that's the way that call should be. All right. Let's go inside the numbers a little bit here of this game. Derek Carr, 24 for 39, 373 yards, one touchdown, three sacks. Um, you know, um, you know, Derek Carr, it's too many yards to give Derek Carr. I mean, Derek, Derek Carr is going to beat you if he throws for 373 yards. And the, and the Raiders have been scoring points, you know. Um, ever since Chucky left, you know, the Raiders haven't been playing that bad. Dak Prescott's numbers, 32 for 47, 375 yards, two touchdowns, what was great for him in this game. No interceptions. I like when you got a Dak Prescott line with no interceptions, right? But um, just, you know, fell short, and we talked about why. Uh, running game, Josh Jacobs, great running back, really. 22 carries, 87 yards, four carries a pop. Um, for the Cowboys, Tony Pollard, 10 carries for 36 yards. Zeke Elliott, you know, got nicked up in this game. And, you know, when Zeke is not Zeke in these games, the Cowboys have difficulties. And again, here, nine carries, 25 yards. At Pollard, 36 yards. That's not the formula. And what ends up happening, and it seems like it happened in almost all of these AFC games that they've lost, is they just get away from the running game, right? Um, and they got to get back to that in the next one here against the Saints. Let's look at the the Raiders receiving Hunter Renfro. And this is sort of like this guy, you know, I, I knew this guy was going to be an effective NFL player. He reminds me of a Cole Beasley. And, it's, and I wish he was on the Cowboys, Hunter Renfro. Eight receptions for 134 yards, right? Deshaun Jackson had that big one for 56 yards. But Renfro had another big one for 54 yards. And, and that reminds me, again, I want to mention the Cowboys, too many big plays the Cowboys give up this year, right? So, I mean... Just too many. You know, the defense, sometimes they bend, they don't break, but they give up these big plays. In this game, Renfro catches a 54-yarder. Deshaun Jackson catches a 56-yarder. Zay Jones with the 35-yarder. Um, just too many big plays for uh, the Raiders. Going through some other stats here, and uh, we'll go uh, to Michael Gallup. Five catches for 160, I'm sorry, for 106 yards. Cedric Wilson, seven Catches for 104 yards, and uh, again, not having C.D. Lamb and uh, and Amari Cooper available for the game certainly hurts hurt them in this one. Noah Brown six receptions for 53 yards in this one. Right, we had touchdown receptions to Schultz and uh, McKeon, but nothing to the wide receivers there. On defense, um, Jonathan Abram, you know, for uh, the Raiders was all over the field. Ten tackles, seven solo in the game. And um, also, uh, Corey Littleton had a big game, nine uh, tackles, five uh, solo tackles in the game. In terms of sacks, um, you know, they put pressure put pressure on, on uh, Dak, but not, you know, only that one sack in the game. Neal had a big game for Dallas, 12 uh, tackles, six solos. J. Ron Curse, another big game, um, 11 tackles, six solos. I think he recovered a fumble, but it didn't count, of course, right? Um, Jordan Lewis had a nice game. Of course, Parsons, again, just disruptive. You know, five quarterback hits in the game and a sack. Just another good game for uh, for Parsons. And, um, you know, other than that, you know, a, a guy that's been kind of missing anymore and a guy that I was expecting more of and he's been tailing off for the Cowboys is uh, a Diggy Zua. Where are you, Diggy? Uh, Zua, you got to get back into the action, right? 
So no interceptions for Dallas, right? Um, you know, Trayvon Diggs didn't get any interceptions in this game. And and let, let's go to the team stats. The team stats here, first downs pretty pretty much equal. Raiders 28, Dallas 23. Total plays, the Raiders 77, Dallas 68. The overall, uh, you know, yardage, Raiders 509, Cowboys 437. The drives were equal. These stats are, were pretty much equal in this game, but what really hurt the Cowboys, and we're going to get to it in a second here, you know, all the stats were pretty much equal, even the red zone, but the thing that killed both teams, you know, here it is, right? And I don't know if Hockley was keeping count, but the Raiders had 14 penalties and the Cowboys had 14 penalties. Isn't that funny? How both teams had equal amount of penalties. So I guess... If the Cowboys fans complain, Hockley can say, hey, you both had 14 penalties. But the th difference here was the Cowboys had those pass interference penalties. And, um, you know, that kind of begs the question again is, you know, is it fact or fiction with some of those things? But one thing that hurt the Cowboys a little bit in this game, the one stat I didn't like is time of possession. 39 minutes, you know, those drives were just too long for the Raiders. And they executed. They got points out of those drives. The Cowboys had... Uh, had the ball for um, 26 minutes in the uh, game. So now, next up for the Dallas Cowboys Thursday night is uh, the New Orleans Saints. And this one's at the Superdome. Um, the Cowboys are 7-4. New Orleans is 5-6. and six. It's going to be televised on Fox. Um, and we're going to have Troy Aikman and uh, Jack Buck doing this game. And um, the Cowboys are a 5.5 point favorite. The over/under is 47 and a half. Um, I think the money's going to be on on the Cowboys in this game. You know, it lines up, it lines up real well, I think, for the Cowboys in this game. But you know, who knows, right? Who knows? I know one thing was it's going to be good in this game is that the Cowboys are going to get Amari Cooper back. Let me throw some stats at you. Um, the Cowboys' offense points scored. Is second in the league, 29.6 points scored, just a shy under 30. Um, the Saints are 18th in the league. Total yards, Dallas is first in the NFL with 430 yards. And the New Orleans Saints is 30th. Now, we don't have our coach in this game who's got COVID-19 uh, protocol things going on there. And Dan Quinn's going to take over. But I think the Cowboys... I think what's important in this game, hear me out, what's important in this game is the Cowboys need to play an up-tempo offense in this game because that number really is telling, right? 430 yards uh, average, first in the NFL. New Orleans, 30th in the NFL. So I think the Cowboys have to have a very high-tempo uh, offense in this game to get out and generate as many plays as they can and put points on the board. I think that's the way to go in this game. Passing yards, the Cowboys are third in the league, 303 yards a game. The New Orleans Saints are 29th in the league in passing yards. Rushing yards, Dallas is seventh in the league. The Saints are 19th in the league. Third down, uh, the Cowboys are, are, are ninth in the league. Now, sometimes it looks like they're not converting enough, but ninth in the league on third down uh, conversions. New Orleans, 21st. Time of possession, Dallas is 13th in the NFL. New Orleans is uh, 21, 21st, right? Now on defense, and this is this is the part which is kind of funny, Dallas is 
13th in the league, giving up 22 points. New Orleans is 12th in the league. So points against is pretty close there. But uh, total yards, um, you know, Dallas has given up more total yards than the New Orleans Saints. And it's kind of scary. Passing yards, New Orleans, um, you know, gives up less yards than the Cowboys. Passing the ball. Rushing yards, believe it or not, um, New Orleans is stopping the run. They're third in the NFL and stopping the run. So, you know, you've got some sideways uh, sideways stats in this game. And, um, you know, it's pretty interesting stuff there. So the Cowboys, you know, they should win this game. They need to win this game because let's look at the standings right now. Dallas is, we'll go to the East, NFC East. Dallas is 7-4. and four. But the Washington Redskins, man, they're 5-6. and six. And, um, you know, Dallas has two games. Still against the Washington Redskins. So this thing is not over. And you also see the Giants playing a little bit better now, right? So you have these records in the NFC East of Washington 5-6 and six and the Giants 4-7, and seven, but they're playing better. So Dallas really, that, that Las Vegas loss, this Thanksgiving Day loss set the Cowboys back a little bit. You know, they've lost three out of four games. You got you to gotta change this, right? And you got to win those division games. And... Um, this is a big game against New Orleans. They got to get back on track, and you have to hope that, you know, Washington, they got a toughie coming up against um, Vegas at Las Vegas this week. So maybe the Cowboys, can, if, if they beat the Saints, they can pick up a game. Maybe Vegas knocks off Washington. Um, you know, we'll go to the North. Green Bay is nine and three. They're the only team in the division with a 500 record. In the South, you've got Tampa Bay at eight and three, only team with a uh, with a division with with a record over five hundred. In Arizona, in the West, nine and two, and um, so you've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Right, you've got six teams in the NFC over five hundred. Out of all the teams, right, you got six teams. Right, there's sixteen teams. You've got. You've got six teams over 500. And that there's an imbalance there, right? Let's go over to the AFC real quick. Standings there. You've got New England, and what a job Mac Jones is doing. What a job Bill Belichick's doing, right? They're back again, right? They're eight and four. They got a game, you know, the Buffalo seven and four. New England is right there. In the north, it's not over in the north. You got Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, and Baltimore is eight and three. Joe Burrow and Cincinnati is right behind them with seven and four, and um, Pittsburgh struggling a little bit, but they're five five and one. I wouldn't count them out yet. They've lost three in a row though, and Cleveland six and six. Uh, that's a tough division. We knew it was going to be a tough division, and there's still a lot of football to play in that division, right? In the South, Tennessee holding on to this eight and four um, eight and four uh, record there with Indianapolis at six and six, and Indianapolis had a tough game last week against uh, the Buccaneers. And then you got two of the worst teams in the NFL, Houston and Jacksonville at two and nine. In the West, you've got Kansas City at seven and four, and the Chargers hanging around at six and five. Vegas hanging around, and Denver hanging around. They're all six and five. So we've got a lot of great football here coming up in the AFC West, and a lot of great football in the um, AFC North. And in terms of the balance here, you've got one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine teams, right? With a um, 
over 500 record in the in the AFC, right? A little bit more competitive in the AFC than the NFC. And uh, there we have it, right? So um, let's see what happens tonight in uh, this game. You know, Cowboys, you know, what can you say? You can't, you can't lose another game, really. You know, you have to win this game and, and see what happens to the Redskins. So uh, we're going to close the podcast out and uh, check our check it out again next week, and we'll give you a recap of um, this game against the New Orleans Saints. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fan Man Podcast. Again, you can catch the Fan Man Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. Check out our Twitter page at the underscore fan underscore man underscore and tell me what you think. Thank you.